Well, we used to have to use paper and pencil, but you don't remember that. We would add it, and then you'd carry the one, and then you'd add all that, and then you'd carry it. What happened to the abacuses before that? <laughs> that's before me. Bitch. Oh, that's before you? <laughs> but you know what comes before the podcast, right? Yeah. What, what's your safe word, puppy? Oh, my safe word today is pride. Pride? Why pride? Well, no, oh, I have to answer. Yeah, you have to answer that. Oh, because <laughs> it's... <laughs> The Roll the opening. <laughs> Hi, welcome back to What's Your Safe Word, the yep. sex podcast that has a few kinks. Okay, that was almost uh, right. I was almost spot on. You forgot. Uh, you forgot the sex education, sex education, education podcast. That's, that's got really a, kinky. No, that's got a few kinks. So anyway, I'm taking over. The puppy oh, has oh. had his run long enough. Mm, Daddy's I'm, going all dom top I'm, on us I'm this totally, week. Ooh. I'm taking over the so podcast. Sexy. So all the ideas are going to be around food from now on. Well, um, all I've, of no, <laughs> I, I believe I still have veto power on well, topics. Um, but today, oh wait, Daddy, you're supposed to do this. Do, I know. Do your you, best, but today. You know what? This is going to be really fun for me because we'll see, because you're kind of a control freak. Nobody knows kind this. Kind of? Oh no, no. Oh, everybody knows it. Have they seen our episodes? So he, he's, he's telling me, you do this, but we'll see how often he jumps in to correct me or fix it. Ooh, ooh. Does that mean I get to see. be you? So <laughs> today we are flipping the script. Uh, last week we had a... Daddy specific like episode, a daddy subscription. This week we get to see how much that puppy is in the window. No, it's a dog pun for this. No, now now we're gonna find out about you. So gonna find out if my the, bark is as powerful as my bite. The focus is off of me. Finally, you know how I get when I get like cornered. I just I I freeze up and I can't say anything. No, except <laughs> for the comments that always happen where people are like, "Oh my god, why is Christopher always looking like he's being put on the spot?" Because you always put me on the that spot. That is not true. <laughs> I send you outlines. I tell you what things are going to be about. You're just very good at acting. You're such a good actor. You're such so, a good actor. I now I think it's time for our uh, favorite segment. But since I'm not doing it, do we have a pup tea? Oh, it's my turn. It's your tea. Pop tea, pop tea. I I don't even know the lyrics to my own song. Wow. Pop tea. Pop tea. Ooh, so what's the pop tea this week? Ooh, how about, since it's still technically Pride Month when we're recording this, um, those of us on Patreon, our patrons, can visibly see the sunburns on both of our bodies uh, from this weekend. He said you all are going to drag me for not wearing sunscreen. Daddy, you don't wear sunscreen a lot. I know, and everyone thinks I'm red all the time. It, I, I, But rightfully so, because you're always burnt. <laughs> So, Only when I go in the sun. We hope that you guys are still doing okay and doing well and doing fine uh, in this covid Pride season, the the first of its kind. Um, we also hope that you guys enjoyed the Pride vlog that happened uh, the week before this was being filmed, which was a lot of time. So my pup tea today is talking about how Pride has kind of changed. Yeah. And it's not pup tea, it's a boner. Well, it's changed. Boner. What, what, we, just ex what we just experienced has changed back to its roots. Yes. 
So for those, then that's what that's the whole preface here is what I'm giving. The sunburns are from us going to a Pride Resistance March this last weekend to celebrate Pride. So normally on Pride Sunday, you have, you know, the huge parade and a bunch of dance parties and a lot of drunk, messy people oh my God, flocking to the huge parts of the city. Yeah. Well, the, the one in here in San Francisco has gotten so messy that everyone brings alcohol and plastic bottles and, so, and it just becomes one huge garbage dump. Yeah. Walking home. Oh, it gets that, messy. That's insane. With Mac and Mike. But, but, but not. But, <laughs> we were on that. Show. Yeah, that's a whole other show that we had a <laughs> lovely, wonderful time. Uh, but my boner, not to pick, but but to, to have for the event was that it was lovely. It was wonderful. It was, it started out with this uh, march from where uh, Pride originally started on Polk Street in San Francisco to the Capitol, where we had some buses and some speakers and we had just the whole Capitol uh, standing room space out front to listen to a bunch of very powerful speeches given by uh, queer black people and and the organizers of the event, Alex Yuen and uh, Juanita Moore. So big shout out and boner to them this week. It was a peaceful protest in March. Yeah, and what was really amazing about it, it wasn't a, pr- I mean, kind of, I guess. It wasn't a if riot. You, if you thought, it wasn't a parade, it was a march and everyone was included so you didn't have uh sections actually there was sections they put uh blacks in the front and uh white warriors in the back mm-hmm. uh but that w- that was cool and they led with music and then they had another bus with music in the back so it was kind of you could dance along to it and everyone was really joyful um and there was some like some chanting of of you know black lives matter or brianna taylor um, but a lot of the focus was on marching and being in solidarity and not screaming the entire day because they did realize how how much and effort history that takes. they 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 mm. they went through a lot of history too mm-hmm. some stuff i had i didn't know um but it just it felt like this is what pride should be it wasn't it wasn't just a crazy party with no focus and no meaning behind it and there were no corporations which is what i love the most because it wasn't pandering it wasn't a bunch of it wasn't a 10-hour march with a bunch of corporations at the front and the kinksters at the back and you don't have to have money to have fun yeah and so they all marched uh and we got to castro street you know the big gay area of the san francisco's um and we got there and what was actually very interesting the overall march and the party very peaceful just yeah. tons of people that were happy and having a good time, maybe a little sunburnt, but were dancing around in the Castro. And then the only violent stuff that happened is there was a group of anarchists that people have documented from this last weekend that went and smashed a bunch of buildings. It was not the peaceful protesters. It, it was not the... It was not the march. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, they turned the music off mm-hmm. and said, we're not turning this back on until you guys stop. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they wouldn't let anyone march with them that didn't wear a mask. If you didn't mm-hmm. have a mask, they would mm-hmm. provide one for you. So it was really well organized. I was really impressed. Yeah. So I hope that I hope that we see more of these kinds of uh, pride marches moving forward that that don't incorporate the corporations because they're not what pride is about. You should absolutely be able to wear your your corporate T-shirt, you know, from whatever gigantic corporation that's in rainbow, and be like, I'm supporting my my corporation. Yeah, we love the gays. But there's no need for 20 floats from people that are just buying the gay dollar. Yeah. And that's my boner. That was a good boner. Thank you. That would have been better than mine, which was all about wind chimes. But I'll do that next week. Oh, that sounds Um, uh, riveting. (laughs) 
music to our ears, some might say. So, so let's get down to it. Let's let's find out oh, a little to bit defeat about the about Huns. Um, Did sure. they send or maybe maybe to defeat the puns. <gasps> to def- Oh, I love that. <laughs> Anyway, so we put out on. I ever met. Sorry, I thought this was a sing along. No, it really isn't. Go ahead. (laughs) This is not karaoke, puppy. Um, So we put out on Patreon asking what questions you wanted to ask of AMP, and we put it out on Twitter. So I'm a little jealous. Can we deal with my jealousy issues here? Uh, This isn't about you today, I thought. No, no, we're we're starting, (laughs) we're making it about me right now. You got so many questions. Like, like, did did I get this many questions? Yeah. Like, we'll need like five shows to do all these. So, so. I feel that I uh, I feel that people are very titillated by you, but they all all the questions. I will be very fair. All the questions were very focused on specific things like daddies and sex work and porn. Um, and I think people are just so fascinated by those parts to who you are that that was kind of what most people focused on ah. for your questions. There were yeah. lots of questions, but there's lots of duplicates when we put your questions uh, up. I understand. Well, you don't have duplicates. So let's get straight down to I, it. I am actually gay. And <laughs> I'm offended get, that you would assume. Gaily forward down uh, to it. Mm, How's mm, that? Mm, mm. I love gaily <laughs> forward things. So Mitch Dunn on Patreon goes, where do you see yourself in five years? Career, relationship, activism, politics, question mark. Well, I'm not I'm not Raven Simone, so I can't see into the future. But if I did, uh, I hope that I'm still blogging or creating content in a sex like a sex positive sort of way. I don't know if I'll be uh, wearing like jock straps all the time on all the social medias and flashing my butt everywhere. Um, Are you gonna get too old for that? Is that what you're saying? Oh, I don't know. I just mean like, yeah, who knows where I'll be and what kind of content I'll post, but I hope it's always creative. But well, we're going to miss the puppy butt if you put it away. I mean, I'll still put the butt somewhere. The butt will still live online. <laughs> Trust me. The one thing about the posting... The butt lives forever. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing about leaking your own nudes is people really don't care about them when you leak your own nudes. Oh, you know? sure. So people have seen it. They don't care. Um, but I hope that I'm still in San Francisco or or at least on the, the West Coast in some regard. I love Seattle, but I like San Francisco a little bit better personally. Well, that's good yeah. because I want to stay. Thanks for your question, Mitch. And let's make sure we're not reading people's full names. Let's just do first names uh, since you're editing this, right? So because you're editing, you're, you're in charge. Uh, <laughs> so uh, can I say Pup Rico or sure. do I just have to say Pup? No, no you can say can't, yeah, yeah. You, you Pup, can't Pup. do full name names. No, <laughs> not, not last names. Pup Rico. I don't think you have a last name. Uh, do you prefer the sex side of being a pup or the non-sexual headspace of or both equally? Um, so I, I think the best way to answer this question is to preface it by saying that kinks are not inherently sexual. Some people prefer to do their kinks as a form of like, not a replacement for therapy, but a form of therapeutic actions that get them out of their craziness of the day. Yeah, we need to put you in pup space more often. You've been crazy lately. How dare you? Um, <laughs> With that's big said, muscle. <laughs> that said, I'm sorry? Excuse I'm like, me? Shh. So, uh-huh. Anyway, I like I like both, honestly. I don't know that I have tons of time for either, if I'm also being honest, just because I'm always working on stuff. He's been crazy lately. But Why do you keep calling me crazy? I'm triggered. <laughs> triggered. I mean that in a good way. I like okay. I like the non-sexual side um, a lot because it's very like calming and you can it's almost like a, a, a nice meditative state. Yeah. Okay. Good answer. 
Thank you. So, um, oh, did Je- I get points for answers? What What was that one? <laughs> on, on Patreon, I'm a, hungry. Am I doing you good? <laughs> we're not. Doing, we're not doing me today. Ugh, so on Patreon, sunburns. Sorry, go ahead. On Patreon, uh, just call me Steve, who used to be Stefan or Steven, but we couldn't tell uh, which. I, I, so he changed I, oh my his name to just call me Steve, okay. which is. Awesome. Can you ask me Steve's question you, instead Steve. of badgering Did, Steve? No, I thought that <laughs> Steve was being very nice to us because we didn't know if it was Stefan or Steven. Um, but he had about 20 questions, so I'm only going to pick his top two. Oh, thank you. And this one I'm really interested to hear the answer to. Mm. So in your I'm a top moments, mm-hmm. do you see a world where you and Mr. Christopher share a sub-slave pup question mark? Oh, sorry. I thought there was more to that. No, no. <laughs> the way you were he, reading it. He, they're, they're, <laughs> that's because he, I think he, he meant sub or a slave or a pup. Got it. Of it yeah. The cadence of your question yeah. made it sound like there was more coming. <laughs> Speaking of being a top. <laughs> um, so the question being sharing a bottom. Would you, would you, do you ever see a day where you and I share a sub? Well, as we've been over, I can't see into the future, but if I could, I think life would be a breeze. And would, um, I think so. Would that be interesting and fun for you? I think that would be so Raven. Uh, I think we've done this before, though. So it, it's not really an answer to the question because we've already done it before with, with some subs or No, or but the, the, the only subs that we've had before you mean were, like share long were term? mine. This would be sharing one between the two of us. I don't think we've ever done that. No. No, we have not. I think that's um, his question. Maybe. It would have to be someone that we both got along with. Mm-hmm. Um, it would have to be someone that was emotionally available or looking for that kind of relationship. I find that the, the... Oh, my God. And you would hate it, too. What? Because it would be a unicorn puppy. Oh, my God. And you hate unicorns. <laughs> oh, wait, no. I hate unicorns. Well, but why does oh, it have unicorns to be a puppy? are evil. They have horns. Why? And while this is not a rational argument, they might poke me. Why does it have to be a puppy? It could just be a sub that we both share. Well, because... No, wasn't that the question? You're the only puppy. No, is a pup or a sub, or, a pub, oh, sorry. or a slave? That's right. The yeah. cadence of the question, I only heard the one right. thing. Uh, anyway, I it could be whatever, but it would still be a unicorn at the very heart of it. Okay. So then Steve, uh, at the end, uh, this is... <laughs> Wait, no, 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 no. We're not done with this question. Oh, okay. Good. I want to know more. Uh, well, me too. What do you think? What do you think? Um, I think... Actually, I think that would be kind of interesting and exciting you know that we wait have- a second i know the word interesting in you what does that mean i was about to tell you oh continue <laughs> okay um we've had instances where uh i've had a sub and we've both topped him before and had a had a good time doing that mm-hmm. um i don't know how the sub felt about it but uh, <laughs> um i enjoyed it and i think you did too um I'm just, I'm a little, because we've gone down this path a few times, I would have to make sure that anyone we brought in again would have to have almost an equal affinity for us both. Um, I'm at that point. Okay. Yeah. I think that's fair. If Steve will allow it, will you allow it, Steve? Is that good, Steve? And then Steve's other other question isn't a question. Oh, okay. He says... Uh, Take a damn holiday. This is not so much a question. I just worry you work a bit too hard, which I, I really. I, oh, no one seems to agree with you there, Steve. Oh, that's too I bad. I agree okay. with him. I think Next that was good. question. <laughs> Thank you, Steve, for your question. Um, okay, so Hannah Rose 
on Patreon says, are there some kinks or fetishes that you definitely do not like? Ooh, yeah. Sounding. Uh, anything oh, yeah. with like needles. heavy, heavy impact. Uh, I can't stand needles personally, but also just like kink wise, that's not, that, that ain't going to happen. Um, and then probably like fist and I'm not against these kinks as kinks that people can do. Uh, but for me personally, I just can't get into them cause they're, they don't turn me on or they're just too intense for me. And that's just not, Oh, uh, piss play too. Not, uh, a, not a big fan of your Did urine. you say feet? Um, I mean, sure. I'm not really big into feet, and I also I also just don't like my feet touched. That's a personal so invasive for, thing. For a kink podcaster, you really have a lot of no kinks. I have lots of yeses. <laughs> Do you want you want me to start there? That wasn't the question. That was not the question from Rose. So okay. I'm sure it's very nice, and I'm not yelling at you. <laughs> He's yelling at me. Um, and so I'm sorry, my daddy came out. Kamala wants to know: Do you have a favorite Jelly Belly flavor? I don't like jelly beans. If I had to choose one though, for I whatever reason, the lime one always comes to mind because it's really fruity, and I like I like I like really fruity things. Why are you petting me? I, no, 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 no reason, no reason. You're just such a bean. I know the question to this, and I think most people do as well. Well, then why are you asking it? Oh, but continue now because you told everyone <laughs> that it was an important question. Ork, ork uh, says, "Hey, amp, hope you are well. Do you Hello? Like, like it more to top or bottom when it?" comes to fucking depends on the person there you go answer the question wow really i mean i've i've been a top and bottom <clears throat> so this is an interesting one too so cub on patreon hello at, cub asks hi amp and mr christopher oh thank you cub um See, I'm not completely Not forgotten. about you. Not about you. <laughs> I'm making it about me for a second. Um, I know you are both part of a poly family. Do you ever find jealousy to be an issue? Question mark. And then he, they go on. Do you discuss all of the play sessions that Mr. Christopher has with other people? Question mark. How do you feel when you watch porn content that the other person has made? Oh, that's a lot of questions. So I know. I get it but all. But it's very interesting. Um, so first, jealousy. Jealousy. Do we ever feel it? Do you? What, no, sorry. Yes. Uh, I felt jealousy that you got this many questions. <laughs> oh, oh my! You guys, rude. Why rude. are you? Why are you making daddy jealous? Um, jealousy. If I'm ever jealous, because I've definitely been jealous before, it might have been from a lack of communication, what was going on or happening, or who you were playing with. Yep. Not jealous of the interaction, but jealous of the bad communication that might have been on both sides. I'm not just blaming you. No, no, no. It's um, okay. You can blame me. Okay. Well, then I'm just blaming you, uh, <laughs> but only because of that. And then jealousy. Because then you feel left out. You you feel like you haven't been informed about what's going on. So yeah. you, you feel like you're an afterthought. Correct. And, and it's yeah. not being left out. It's the afterthought part. Right. I want to be considered, even if I'm not part of the scene, which is totally fine. I want at least there to be communication that, hey, I'm going to go get tied up for five hours. If I don't text you, that's why. That's probably where I am. Don't call the police. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, there was one time. There was one time. Oh, where you. you no, no, no. This you, is my story. About, about, about me. About me. About me. About me. Don't don't interrupt my story. Grr. Angry daddy. Food. Sunburns. Um, There was one time. I was editing and I was working and it was on a weekend or something and you had a, a client, you were you were having some fun uh, and I didn't know that you were going to be, you might have been tied up or you might have been 
tying them up didn't matter but you were gone for many many hours to the point where i texted you over and over again called no response so yes i got the stalker app that we have yeah that we use just to keep track of each other in emergencies and i open it up and i'm like okay he's around the corner he's not moving two hours later he hasn't moved i'm freaking out well, and, what it mm-hmm, was, mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. I used to live an hour and a half north. Mm. So you thought I was going home, mm-hmm. uh, but I got another client right after mm-hmm. the first one, and I didn't tell you about it. Uh-huh. And so I was MIA for five hours. I don't know and, what you're trying to justify with I, that. but No, I'm just telling you, <laughs> I'm reminding you the story, how it happened. Gotcha. Um, yes, so that that was fair. Um so Pup Finnick wants to know, can I say his last name? That's not his last name, it's his first name. Okay. Um, Amp, first of all, you and Mr. Christopher are, are adorable. Oh, thank you, puppy. It's not a question. Uh, <laughs> it's a fact. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> My question, if you could give yourself, your 15-year-old self, any advice, what would it be? Um, I mean, you're going to figure it out. Yeah, life sucks because you're 15. Ooh, high school. Um, Keep watching YouTube. Um, You're not sexually active yet, and that's okay. But when you do become sexually active and start doing the kink thing, start the YouTube then because you would have gotten in under the radar. (laughs) You wouldn't have had as much trouble with YouTube. Um, You wouldn't have been shadow banned probably as much because you would have been more established on the platform. Um, Also, you're a top. So just embrace it. Wait, you're telling yourself you're a top? Yeah. Oh. I can talk to myself about that, right? Okay. <laughs> That's not weird. <laughs> All right. So Jerry W., I won't say his last name. Okay. Um, says, what sort of, sort of porn works best for AMP? Video, question mark, audio, question mark, pictures, question mark, the written word, question mark. So basically video, audio, pictures, or written hmm. word. Or um. I'm not much of a, and this actually goes back to the question we didn't really fully answer because someone asked about porn, if I saw you in pornographic stuff, if I watched that. Yeah, what was your answer to that? Uh, well, we didn't get to it, oh. but I'm going to loop it in back now. Okay. Uh, I don't really watch porn video much. I sometimes watch kink.com, but I've worked for them so many times. Like People don't realize when you know how the sausage is made, quite literally, um, you don't want any sausage. <laughs> and you, when you know how yeah. it's squeezed and tied in the tube. Yeah, and I, and I like the <laughs> squeezing and the tying, and I even like some tubes. Um, but you can, it's like watching some YouTube content for me. Like I have to watch specific kind of content because if it's too similar to what we do, then I can't watch it without seeing every cut and every edit and every joke and every moment they stopped and had to kind of coach themselves and be like, okay, now we're gonna go into this joke. Um, you can't watch something without that filter. The same way... Go ahead. That's so interesting because the only way I can get off when I'm home alone is watching video. Video does it for me every time. Hmm. And I have... I've literally got... My old laptop is full of my old porn that you can't get anywhere anymore. Okay. Well, no, I mean, there's definitely, like, older videos that I'll watch that kind of still do it for me because they, like, they were just that porn that did it for you when you were becoming sexually active or just it reminds you of nice things but for me i'm such an analytical person in that regard when it comes to production that i can't watch some things without that suspension of disbelief like just being ruined um so i generally will go for like picture erotic kind of combinations like tumblr used to be really good at that r.i.p mm-hmm. tumblr um so i just i don't just i just don't jerk off anymore now that tumblr's dead yeah 
What? That was a joke. Oh. <laughs> you weren't supposed to be so okay with that. <laughs> Truthfully, I wasn't listening. I was just I, scrolling I got that. I got that. So I like erotics. I, I like erotic stuff. Okay. That's good. good what answer. did I just say? You like erotic uh-huh. stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> On the top. Um, so has uh, Cameron wants to know. Okay. Has being kinky while living with roommates or at your parents' house ever been an issue? Ooh. Someone else had asked if you'd ever been caught. So we'll combine those two questions. Sure. So combining those two questions, have I ever been caught? No. Uh, I almost got caught once, but luckily I was reading fiction. So it just looked like I was doing homework with a very baggy sweatshirt on and my hand not on the computer. But it was from my dad. Uh, He didn't suspect a thing. And I was in the family computer room to answer the second part of that question, which was... Oh, God, I've already lost it. I'm testing you. (laughs) (laughs) Did you ever get caught? I already answered that question. Uh, uh, living with roommates is, was the question. Living with roommates and, or oh, your parents. Oh, thank you. You're thank welcome. you for being on top of things. <laughs> You're living, such a top. I'm thinking ahead. Welcome to my world. <laughs> so uh, this is why I was never kinky when I was with parents when I was like growing up in, in that household. Um, but I've definitely had roommates. I've had sex positive roommates that were great and totally got it. I've had real weird roommates that made tons of noise when they knew that like we were having a nice quiet intimate session even when i like gave them a heads up um and then i've lived with people in a household that had a dungeon attached to like my hallway so i've kind of lived the gambit of different kinds of both good roommates and bad roommates um and you know it all comes down to just being able to communicate expectations and if that person is able to communicate expectations back then they're probably a good roommate and if they own a dungeon they're a great roommate <laughs> Very unlike your last roommate. Well, yeah, and we're not naming names <laughs> for that reason. Okay, so uh, by so I'm switching over to Twitter now. Oh, Twitter. By Dom Carey uh, wants to know: Are there alternatives to the pup mask that can be used, like ears on a headband or such, for people who are claustrophobic or don't like things over their faces? Mm, good question. So. Animal role play stuff. There's plenty of different options. I think I've seen like baseball caps with puppy ears on them. I've seen masks that are kind of like a, almost like a face mask that we have now, but puppy. Yeah. Um, because they just wrap around the back of the head. There's nothing but a strap and that's it. I've seen full on masks that are, you know, locked in place. Um, there's options for everybody. You just kind of have to know your comfort level um, and know what you're comfortable wearing and I mean, for people that are really claustrophobic, there are full-on leather masks that have, like, perforated holes all around, so it feels a little bit open. There are, like I said, just straps that make up a mask. And I've played with puppies lots of times that had no headgear or, or on. They, they just yeah. they just were able to get into pup space. and Yeah, and then there's pup. also, like, people that just have, like, headbands, like cat, like kitten headbands. Guillaume, our friend Guillaume, the kitten player, right. he just wears cat headbands every time. Sure. So there's always options. Um. So, at Katie Cub on Twitter mm. asks, "How did you get into your career at the sex shop you work at?" I assume that it's Mr. S. Leather. Yes. Um. So I don't work at Mr. S. anymore. Dun dun dun. Oh my god! Somebody had asked me where you work, so I didn't know if you were going to go into that now. Well, uh, welcome to that part of this podcast. <laughs> um. 
So when I moved to San Francisco, I was uh, which is three years ago now, right? F- no, four, 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 four and years? then four, four coming up. Yep. Or no, five coming up maybe. <sighs> I'm kidding. I need to do the math. At least four years I've been here in the city. Um, so I, I worked at Mr. S for a long time. It was lovely and wonderful and left on good feels. Everything's fine. Don't worry. But I got the job because I had modeled for Mr. S years prior, like off and on whenever I visited the city. I knew I wanted to visit the city more often. I know I wanted to live in the city for certain reasons. I forget now what was what was, what was in the city. Me. Oh, that's... <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I needed a change. Seattle, I lived in Seattle for 28 years. And so when I told Mr. S I was coming to the city more often, they're like, oh, we have we have jobs in the back room if you want to do something that's not super creative, but Oh, yeah, that's right. Phone they put you working. on the floor at first, right? Yeah, I was on the floor a little bit, which I didn't mind. Um, and then I was in like the back room that like fulfilled orders. So I could tell you like the ins and outs of every toy, the skew codes and the numbers, how long something was, how deep something could get. Lovely chats with everyone from like non-binary queer people to like 70 year old chastity grandmas. She was my favorite. She called in all the time. Chastity grandma. Chastity grandma her was her name. We got some, <laughs> that's what we called her. And every time she called in, she wanted to know what the new chastity was for her husband that she loved to humiliate. I loved chastity grandma. Oh my God. Oh God. The stories. Anyway. Anyway. Um, and then from about a year into that job, we had a position or I kind of created the position myself of creating goods for Mr. S clothing lines so anything that was branded mistress that wasn't leather so that's jock straps socks uh, shirts tanks sweatpants anything that you put on your body like elastic harnesses uh, and I really enjoyed that job and and now you, you carry that over into our safe word shop yeah so now <laughs> I design our goods on uh, the safe which is our stuff uh, hopefully more stuff to come in the future but I, I kind of my background's always been super creative I used to do video games. Some of you know that. And so that's why I learned how to do minor video editing. Uh, but I've always been very adept with the Adobe suite. Um, it's very sweet. And it's always just been kind of part of my job. I, I need to do something creative in what I'm doing. So even when it's like educational stuff, if it's not creative, I have a really hard time enjoying it. Hmm. Okay. So the next one is um a really tough question so i'm curious to know which your means answer. that it's sarcastic or you're trying to be funny wow what I, that was a compliment you're trying to be funny i feel seen <laughs> um so and and this is so apropos for this question uh, uh bless you college dom wants to know what is christopher like off camera well that's not about me i know but <laughs> Daddy is people want to know. Lovely. Daddy is generally very confused as to what's going on. Um, <laughs> he's always down to clown uh, and goes along with the joke, even when he is either the butt of it or doesn't understand it, which I really appreciate. And I'm always the butt of it. You're always the butt of it. I thought we talked about I'm the butt. <laughs> You're the butt on me. Yes. <laughs> but um, if we're being real, real, uh, sometimes he gets a little cranky. Sometimes. But- well, yeah, something. we all get a little cranky though, and I mean, generally very not easy to work with, lovable. I mean, we get along. Yeah, I don't, do. I, I don't, I don't know pa- what sarcasm you were expecting from me in return, but <laughs> you're very patient with me. Let's just put it that way. I try to be. I don't think anyone could be as patient as you are with me. Um, Fact. So, tail dragon. Wait, 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 what am I like off camera? Wait, this is not about. No, me. but I'm flipping the script. 
I want to know. I want to. What know. are you like off camera? Yeah. What, what do you? I like this game. What's your answer to this question? Um. So you are very focused mm. and organized and constantly doing things for other people. Oh. You have a really hard time saying no to helping people. Well, that's, yeah. No. <laughs> Much to your detriment. And you live like a mole. <laughs> there is what no is light in here. There's never any there's light in There's literally one light, two lights, no, three light, four light. There's no sunlight. There's no air. You literally have the air conditioning pumping in air yes, from the outside. It's getting air from outside and circulating the air in here. I, like, what is wrong with that? You could easily live in, live in a spaceship and be happy, I think. Ooh, that'd be fun. See? <laughs> that would be out of this world. If I don't have access to the outside, I'm going crazy. See, I like being in my space and working on stuff. Yeah, I know. So that's, that's what I'm really like. Yep. True story. Um, let's see. So, uh, Tail Dragon a fucking... <laughs> Okay. Making this I lo- up. No, I believe you. <laughs> uh, said, what are your favorite video games? Ooh. Okay. Daddy, is your brain off? I did not. I'm not even going to Okay, you can just look now. for the next question while I go into this. Okay. Please don't say favorite Dream Daddy. Favorite video games. Not Dream Daddy because certain people really disliked that well, game when we played boring. it on Twitch. Um, the Last of Us. Uh, Bioshock, the series. Uh, one was great. Two was a little off the rails, but three, Bioshock Infinite was really, really good. Final Fantasy Tactics will always be one of my favorites. I've put in over 150 hours in that game. You look bored. Um, (laughs) Kingdom Hearts was always real good. It got kind of weird the last couple installment of games and really hard to follow story-wise. But Final Fantasy X will always be my favorite uh, PlayStation 2 game. Oh, but the Jack and Daxter series too. Oh, there's too many good games. Did that answer your question? I think Dragon way more, more than what was their needed. Name? Dragon Tales of Fucking. Oh, uh, dr- uh, Tail Dragon of Fucking. I was close. Okay. Remember the show Dragon Tales? Dragon Tales, Dragon Tales. And, and I had a younger brother. I know a lot of television for kids, and it's sickening how many of those slogans and theme songs I remember. I re- remember Nickelodeon where they dumped the slime. Nickelodeon. They haven't dumped slime on people in years. Although I bet you that started a gunge fetish for a lot of people. The, the 90s were weird. Ooh, I never thought about that. That's How have you true. not thought about it? I think about that daily. <laughs> daily? At least. <laughs> wow. And now I'm going to think about it even more. Wow. Okay, so uh, at CoolCap01 on Twitter. See, this is why I'm very bad with usernames. <laughs> CoolCap01 uh, says, what is the most romantic thing you've ever done for Mr. Christopher? Ooh. Ooh. Um, I mean, everything I do, obviously. Oh, come on. So, um, I think the one of the most romantic things, at least in my mind, uh, was your fiftieth birthday. Oh, I think. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't just for you and me. So maybe th- not the right kind of romantic, but you put um, together the slideshow and. But yeah, all the helped images. to organize and get it together and make sure that everyone you cared about was there. Surprised you with some people, um, and then behind the scenes, because what I'm good at doing is video editing. I had all of the people that either could make it or were there and just wanted to send you a message give you like a little happy birthday um yeah that was good. and edited it together really funny and there were like some clips from like our episodes that were appropriate for your family and 
some of the clips yeah, people you, sent weren't you, appropriate. You edited out a lot of clips that I were inappropriate. I edited out a few people because they were a little too sexual. And that doesn't mean we don't appreciate them. Um, but but his mom and dad were in the room, and I just wanted to make it appropriate for the family. But that, that I don't know. what What is the most romantic thing I've done for you? What do you think? Do you have something? Mm, that you've done for me. I mean, for me, you you. Well, neither of us really are into flowers and gifts, kind of thing. Not really. Yeah. Neither of us, or so we don't do that for each other. But what I find the most romantic about you is when you think of something I'll need and you'll do it for me, even if it's like washing the dishes up at my house or something. Um, uh, and I love doing that. Why do you always stop me from doing that then? <laughs> I don't. I just, yes, you do. Because we're both we're both like, no, you don't have to do that. But but you don't secretly. I'm like going. Oh, just oh, let me do it then. <laughs> no, but I'm then. trying to help you because I care. But if there's no argument, it's not romantic. Let me be romantic. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Next question. Wait, no. What's the most romantic thing I've done for you? Over oh, me. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I was gonna say something, but then you cut me off, which wasn't romantic. Um, uh, when you, you when you you're really easy because for you, romance wow. is leaving the house and going to dinner and a movie. I mean, I do enjoy those. Yes. Um, the rom- most romantic thing I, when you help me with stuff, I think, and when you like like you you've helped renovate my new apartment really nicely, and I I just don't have the capacity for that. Um, and I appreciate it. I enjoy the times when we're able to. So, like, remember uh, when we went to the beach and you found the sand dollar on the beach? Yeah. Those kind. Of, that was really romantic day. Or when we spent the evening in the hot tub and sitting on the deck. Not all evening. We went. We we got out of the hot tub eventually because, I mean, we you can't just stay overnight in a hot tub. And we had some wine and sat on the the. Uh, swing on the back porch and watch the sun set. Those I mean, things those are, are actual romantic. romantic. Those, those yeah. I like. I do too. So, let me do those things. Okay. Let's do those more. Okay. Um. So, now, uh, so, good boy or at pup Alex on Twitter wanted to know, how do you explain pup play to someone who's never heard of pup play before, let alone BDSM? They are very vanilla, but I do adore them. <laughs> Well, we have a playlist we for have, that. We have a couple of videos, um, I think. So you can always check those out. They they are dated and old, but so are we. No, kidding. Uh, I just called us old. It's fine. I'm, I'm already there. I'm way ahead of you. Um, the best way to explain that to them, well, play this podcast for them. We're really nice. I promise. We're not going to hurt you uh, without consent. I would say explain it to them in such a way that builds a parallel or a foundation that's like, hey, you know how you're really into this kind of thing? I'm really into that kind of thing. And it makes me feel this way. And I really want to do it with you because you make me feel good as well. And if people can't wrap their mind around wanting to share something and getting to share something really intimate like that, um, then yeah, just show them our videos. I feel like just approaching it with some fun and some you get to do it with me. I, I think that that's one of the best ways to do it is I'm doing this with you because I want to do it with you and share it with you and not something that they have to do. It's all about how you phrase it and bring it to the table. I agree. Thanks. <laughs> so uh, at a wild aspiring on Twitter said, how upfront are you about your job to friends and family? Is there anyone who doesn't know? Um, 
I have lots of very close friends I've known since uh, middle and high school that know. Uh, they follow me on all the social medias. They're super supportive. And while they're not kinky in that regard, um, they've always been lovely people and don't shame me for what I do and how I do it. I've, I, you know, I've always, I know that my parents know that I worked at Mr. S, but I also know that my mom doesn't want to have that conversation or, or is not ready maybe. Um, and so in the back of my mind, I know how I would have that conversation. I would approach it with uh, the, the perspective of it has given me a line of work and something to focus on and a way to, I, I hope, help and give back to people. And yeah, it's sexy and sex and sex positive, but it's what makes me happy. And if someone's happy, able to pay their bills, has a loving relationship, and has friends that make them happy surrounding them, I don't know why a parent would be mad about that. It's more that I just don't know that they're comfortable enough to have that conversation yet. And that's yeah. okay with me because so long as they're not being judgmental or prying or being rude to me, I don't know why my parents would be, but like... You know what I mean? Like they're they're supportive and they love me. Yeah, my parents are, are that way too. They know I work in the sex industry. They don't know probably how kinky I am in the sex industry, but neither do they want to know much. Uh, very much the same way you don't really want to know about your parents' sex lives. It's it's not something that most parents and children talk to each other about is their sex lives um, <clears throat> in an intimate way like that. So uh, my parents know, but they wouldn't die. They don't ask too many questions about it. Let's put it that way. But um, we are, but I mean, I'm always very like forward with jokes around family times and family dinners. And so like, I, I'm, I just don't think there's any way my parents don't assume certain things or know certain things because Google exists. Um, is today, today's not Wednesday, is it? It's not. Okay. What a weird question. Who asked that? <laughs> no, because I was thinking this question made me think, oh, I miss, I'm missing the farmer's market right now. I should go to the farmer's market. What riveting um, content. So Swashbuckler on Twitter made me remember to go to the farmer's market tomorrow. Uh, wants to know, I know you guys are into leather, so I wonder, would you do a faux leather review for vegetarians, vegans, or anyone else not comfortable with the real thing, or at least a video on where to get some outfits and items? Yar, well, we be it, real good his, experts of the... Because his name was what, Swashbuckler? Swashbuckler Stein. Oh, great. Um, well, hopefully he's not mopping the poop deck. But, oh, Jesus. Well, uh, cleaning out, it's always good to clean out beforehand. I think, I mean, I feel like we've done videos that have featured tons of well, products like that. Wouldn't latex be... Um, that's yeah, not, most latex... No animal products in latex, right? Most latex is uh, vegan, um, because he said vegetarian. Yes. Well, I mean, you can be a vegetarian and still wear leather products, I guess. But no. So, um, all that to say, there are vegan options. There's pleather. There's like faux leather. There's PU leather or polyurethane leather. PU doesn't smell. What do you mean? PU. Um, where were it? daddy? We. <laughs> it is almost laughable how much you don't watch our content. I, I you, was there. Why do I have to watch it? Okay. I'm just, no, no, no. I'm saying because we didn't even know what PU leather was the entire episode. And then the internet dragged us because they were like, oh, uh, it stands for polyurethane. I know. I was saying PU the smell. PU. I know. Never mind. <laughs> there, uh, could this we is do what that? we're like, Alf Gammer, by the way. Could we do that? Yes. Um, 
I would just have to find some options that we haven't featured before, like neoprene. All the neoprene stuff is vegetarian or vegan, however you want to call it, uh, because it's all just synthetically made and doesn't use any animal waste. Okay. But yeah, we could maybe in the future. Looning, that wasn't, that wasn't, there was no cows killed in that. No. Um, we haven't killed any cows in any of our episodes. Thank you. <laughs> so, so Jasmine. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, why? Because you're laughing already. Oh, I thought you just didn't like questions from Jasmine. Jasmine on Patreon said, have you ever thought you weren't into a kink, but later, wait, ever thought you were into a kink, but later realized you weren't? If so, when and how did you come to that realization? Huh. Um, so you it's tried the something? Opposite, honestly. Like, I'm kind of t- not really into it because I, I don't understand it fully yet. And so I'm kind of like, ooh, kink shaming, but not kink shaming because, like, people are just doing their thing. Um, and then figure out more about it and then I'm into it. But I don't know about the opposite. Mm. I can't think of a time where I was like, I'm really into this. And then I wasn't. But I do know that people have like come and go, literally so, and metaphorically, from scenes. W- I, I'll, I'll tell you one of mine. Um, Please, I'm going to make this. About it's me about right you. Now. Yeah, it's about you. I, I know. Shh, stop. stop. Uh, how dare you interrupt me? I'm hungry. <laughs> um, uh, I thought I would like mummification way more than I did. Uh, so like Ooh. being put in a sleep sack, I thought that was going to be hot and horny and just not being able to move for hours because uh, I thought it'd be like rope bondage where you're constrained and that turns me on. But what I found was I get bored laying still. <laughs> <laughs> like I literally would fall asleep in a sleep sack. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Well, so you didn't like it at all? So I didn't. I said it's not my thing. Okay. So I like to wiggle around and move. Uh, I'm highly energetic when it comes to sex. So, sure. But I didn't discover that until I tried it. Well, and, and, and to that, I know some people that are like super claustrophobic, but maybe they're into bondage and they try those things out and then they freak out. So then I can understand out. that sort of thing. Right. Um, but I feel like I've known my body and interest enough that I've not ever been mis, misaligned there or misconstrued a kink in any way. Sure. Thankfully, I'm lucky for that, I suppose. Knock on wood. All right, next. Are you are you getting tired of questions? Yet? I'm not. Hit me. Oh my god. Ow. Is that what you say? <laughs> yeah. Usually ow. Uh Melinda Lee wants to know what Melinda is your Lee. Yeah, I, I love Melinda Lee. What is your favorite Say that five times fast. I love Melinda Lee. I love Melinda Lee. Oh, I just I met her name. Melinda. Oh, Melinda Lee, Melinda Lee. Oh, I can't do that. Oh, okay. Okay, <laughs> what is your favorite kink toy or pervertible? Two very different things. Um, I mean, pervertibles. I'm just gonna say rope because rope is a pervertible. It's a pervertible. It's used in lots of other things. It could be yeah, ropes. Um, but my favorite kink toy. Hmm, I really like bondage mitts. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Because they can be used to constrain. They can be used to like tie off. They can be used to deprivate like senses in your hands, but also like dehumanized because you're not able to use your hands. I think those are really it's like fun. your puppy. Yeah. yeah, kind of. It's it's pup related. Pup adjacent. Um Labor G C or Labor Jeezy. Labor Jeezy. Labor Jeezy. Labor Jeezy. Okay. On Patreon said. Mm. Uh you've said several times that you had some bad experiences on set. Have you ever walked out of one? If so, what what happened that made you do that? Hmm. I have never walked out because she's a professional. 
<laughs> hair flip. Uh, but also, I think I've just, and I've had some bad sets, like sex on set, and it was not pretty. And some of them never saw the light of day, probably just because the scene was not cute. Uh, but I've always been professional. I'm trying to think of any times I've ever wanted to walk out. No, I've I've always I've always gotten through a scene. I I was professional, treated it like a job. Sex work is work, and if people are rude or mean on a set, they usually don't get invited back to a set. Yeah. What about you? Have you ever walked off? I came really close recently. Well, we to... hope you came close. No, <laughs> no, I I can't. I I came close because just I found the set environment so unsexy and uh mm. it was i was doing a gay performance but my my partner was straight the crew was straight <laughs> the i i just felt i felt like the only gay in the village doing gay porn <laughs> do you do you think that a, a, a porn a gay porn star ever approaches like family or friends and t- says that they perform gay performances like, do you think they ever use that as like, oh, I'm a gay performer? I'm a gay performer. <laughs> I'm a nude gay performer. Um, yeah, I, I came close to walking out, but oh. again, I'm a professional. Oh, yes, hair flip. I did it. Okay, uh, Daddy. <laughs> we have time for one last Just really, one? really good question. Oh, God. Really, really good. The pressure. Okay. I'm Lots looking. of pressure. Uh, no pressure, no pressure, no pressure, no pressure, no pressure, no pressure, no pressure. No pressure, no pressure, no pressure. Okay, Can you find it? Can here we you go. Find it? Can you so find it? Porcelain Purgatory. Find it? Yes. Um, uh, porcelain Purgatory on Twitter uh, said, "What inspired the initial creation of your channel?" Question mark. What has kept you moving forward despite the constant battle against age restriction, demonetization, etc.? Caffeine. Do you feel it is worth the constant struggle to pro- provide accurate, needed education, or do you have doubts due to this? That's a great question. That's a, it's a good job. Well done, producer. Thank that was you. a really good was question. Was that a good one to end on? And we'll see you guys next time. What's to say? No. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah. So, let's start at square one, which was I didn't start YouTube soon enough. I, I honestly, like to this day, that is my biggest regret about starting YouTube. Be- because you came late in the game? Yeah, because I had wanted to start a YouTube channel about two to three years sooner than when we actually did, but I didn't have enough of a grasp of the content. I mean, I could have started a really just... Cheesy one. Yeah. On I could have started own. a channel on my own, but I knew that I needed to have help or friends or people that could help me in the endeavor um and i also just was still so fresh and new that i didn't know what to do um but the reason for starting it was because youtube was at that time i was one of the people that cut the cord as soon as i possibly could because i just didn't like cable youtube was my constant form of education and information uh and i just liked that you could call like you could put all of the people that you wanted to watch on a regular basis into one little stream of content and then you could watch it and it was pure and it was not overly produced usually but when it was overly produced it was done in a very heartfelt way still that Mm -hmm. spoke to a specific audience that I was a part of or that other people were parts of you felt like community yeah and that's what I loved about YouTube was that the community was the focus it was YouTube um yeah, but, and if it weren't for you, I would never even know. I, I watched YouTube once in a while to see a music video that someone told me was funny or good. or yeah. But I never logged. I never got my news from YouTube. I never 
And uh, you've actually opened my eyes to this huge community base that's out there. Yeah. Well, and that's what I love about it is the community is the focus. Well, it used to be the focus. It's not really anymore. Um, but so myself and Bolt started it. Um, I think the first conversation was like, I want to do this thing. Would you ever be open to it? And I think he like kind of jokingly laughed and was like, nah, that'd be too much work. We wouldn't. And I was like, no, you want to do it. And so we did the first episode on like this old, 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 like 90s Costco camcorder with not a nineties Costco camcorder. Say that five times fast. <laughs> we had this one like little tiny lamp in front of us. No production. Yeah, your lighting used to be terrible. How dare you? It was what we had. <laughs> well, we that was the one thing I would tell you. We every were time. bouncing light <laughs> off of this piece of paper so and that we had. <laughs> Rude. We didn't know what we were doing. That's just it. We didn't know what we were doing. All we had to do, all we had to go off of, was like watching other channels and being like. We love Grace Helbing and we love Hannah Hart and we think Dave Wavy has some interesting concepts, but not always super sex education as much as like, what's in my butt and like putting things in your butt, which, and I was Ooh, like, let's do a channel on that. No, <laughs> no shade to Davey. He seems like a nice person. Never met him. Um, his content was inspirational to what we were doing, but then like people like uh, Lindsay Doe was a huge inspiration. We saw these channels doing what was authentic to them, but they were doing it in a way that was not corporate it was not these gigantic conglomerates and it was representing who they were so like for me growing up there was no such thing as a kinky lifestyle blogger or a kinky person who was approaching sex and kink in a sex positive way i will say that our channel started out very very gay specific but that was because it was run by two very still young gay guys at the time and it was because of the community and because of the reaction and because of the people that were calm and patient with us being like hey i would love to see more topics that were just lgbt specific or hey this terminology is a little transphobic we realize that you didn't mean to use it that way would you please use this terminology instead and we learned from from the community because they were patient and loving and kind and actually cared that our content was approachable and, for and people and knew we didn't mean harm by it so i've learned a lot too like i'm an old dog teaching me new tricks is really difficult um and so that is what i've loved the most about it is being educated while educating <laughs> so yes we get educated constant we get school <laughs> constantly but in a really loving and fun way by the people who follow us and i love that more than anything same yeah. and and what i've loved i mean you can see it from episode one to the episode last week like I've learned a lot and I, I would not be doing it if if not for the community first and foremost but secondly if it was not always fun engaging and a challenge and I say challenge because of the content we're creating and how we're creating it and the the kind of the gray area that we're filling where we're having fun and we're being silly but we're talking about sex in a very candid way which you don't get often enough in this world we're not trying to be scary we're not trying to be shock value you know but i realize that a lot of our topics are shocking or a little bit more adult and that leads into the second part of the question of like why do we still do it when we're faced with so much negative pushback from the the place that we're creating well that's because of the community and that's because of the feedback we get makes us it makes us stronger and want to continue doing it um truthfully that's why i do it yeah so, me yeah. too and, and and again it's frustrating it's it's like pulling teeth sometimes 
we have years and years of evidence of this platform trying to suppress what we're doing to gaslight us when they make not, decisions. Not this platform, YouTube. Yes, yes, that's what I'm talking about is YouTube. Yeah. Um, making decisions and then treating us like we are crazy that our content's not being shared, treating us like we're crazy when our thumbnails get deleted uh, or we're not in our sub boxes for people. I, I just, it's, it's super frustrating. But the reason we still do this is because the community that we have and the content that we make needs to be accessible for the young LGBTQ plus people that are growing up or even the super straight people growing up. Half of our audience is female. And I can I, guarantee you a is, lot of them are straight. That still totally throws me off. We get straight guys off. all the time too. <laughs> that totally throws me off because I've just, I've been so used to gay men because I've done gay porn for yeah. so long. Secretly, like the flight attendant ex giving me an extra bottle of wine. And You're welcome. Give me a, like a wink. like. <laughs> <laughs> but then I've had been literally walking through an airport, not thinking anything. And, uh, somebody fangirls out of nowhere <laughs> that is a little scary out of well, nowhere it's not scary it's just it's, like it's I, shocking i like we love it I, we are not afraid of it we well, just, just get jars startled. me it's like <laughs> ah somebody knows who i am i thought i was invisible <laughs> just a, a, a little warning before you yell <laughs> no it's fine um but yeah but i have to say while youtube is pro problematic i've really enjoyed doing podcasts because yeah. I don't feel as uh, you didn't you didn't say it right. You didn't, you didn't say I didn't it right. Feel as scripted. You can't you can't swear. <laughs> See, you said fuck within the first thirty seconds. Uh, and now 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 we're deleted. Uh, fuck me. It's yeah, it's frustrating. <laughs> but we we continue to create for the community. We continue to create because this education is important and this information is important to me. Um, and because of like the bad instances we've had in our lives can be used as teachable moments, I hope, that help other people to avoid stressful and, and the good traumatic instances. Well, that's, yes, most importantly, the good stuff, yeah. the good shit that doesn't involve shit. But, but, unless you're into that, unless, unless you're into that. <laughs> but, I mean, at the same time, we get straight guys that comment on our cleaning out video from like, four years ago being like, I really feel dude, like cleaning. you just saved me and my girlfriend a bunch of mess. And I'm like, <laughs> Brofest. <laughs> um, yeah, we have to re redo that one. We will one day, okay. but I, I mean, it. That's just it. We can create content and have fun, and while the platform sucks, um, we do it because the community is lovely. Yep. So thank you guys. I think that not only is the perfect question to end on, but the perfect tone to end on, which is "fuck YouTube," and we love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what do you? What would you suggest to the listeners to do this week? Oh my God! Look at you. Um, I would suggest that you. Ooh, that's a. Oh, that's See, a it's hard one. when you're on the spot, that's isn't it? Tough one. I hate it's being not on as the easy. spot. Why do you always <laughs> oh, do this to you're me? You're mocking me. Where's my food? <laughs> Don't say where's my food anymore. I've gotten much better. <laughs> I'm going to say uh, I want you guys to go watch um, ooh, The Life and Times of Marsha B. Johnson um, or Disclosure on Netflix, both lovely LGBTQ plus uh, documentaries. Uh, the Marsha B. Johnson one on Netflix. I watched to get some uh, behind the scenes information, but also some footage of Marsha for our documentary. And Disclosure was just this very, very somber, but also positive in many ways because it's all about trans people and kind of their narratives throughout history 
and television and media and how they've had to face adversity, but they've done it in such a way that uh, they come out on top and they are able to have a space now and a voice. Um, and it shares and goes through a bunch of history to like trans-related media, some movies that I had forgotten even existed, like uh, Big Big Girls Don't Cry. Do you remember that one? Or Boys Don't Cry? Oh, Boys Don't Cry. Boys Don't Cry, sorry. (laughs) I have never heard of Big Girls girls Don't don't Cry. cry. I apologize. (laughs) Boys Don't Cry, which I forgot it even existed and didn't know that it was based on a a true story. Oh, yeah. And they completely uh, forgot to write in the the black character that was was part of the real world story there. Mm. Uh, Yeah. So fascinating, fascinating documentary piece, but also like history piece. That's going to be my try. What about you, Daddy? Oh no, that's not how this works. Yes, that's how it works. No, no, no. I always give a try. No, no, no. no. Uh, my my recommendation is go find this movie. Big girls don't try. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I misspoke. I'm not perfect. I'm daddy. Therefore, I can be grumpy. <laughs> grumpy. Grumpy puppy. Ooh, we need a T-shirt that's grumpy puppy. Daddy, you're supposed to now plug the, the social medias. Oh, um, if you want to find, oh, where can people find you? Oh. Amp? well, I am pup amp on everything because my social media branding is good. What about you, Daddy? Same. Well, not not true, but you can find him everywhere if you just search for Mr. Christopher, probably. Mr. Christopher or Christopher Weston, you're going to find me. This has been What's Your Safe Word, the sex education podcast. It's got a few kinks. If you want to find us on YouTube, it's What's The Safe Word. And hey, if you want to try something new, go try some, some sex-positive LGBTQ-inclusive documentaries on Netflix, and we will talk to you next time. Daddy, take us out with your favorite song. Baby shark do 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 There's a lot more do's in that song than I remember. And copyright claimed. <laughs> <laughs>